So it's no secret that very many uh, ones of us think emotionally and then speak strictly in light of those emotions, meaning I feel sad, I have this uh, uh, emotion, and now I'm going to find words to express that emotion. For example, I'll speak like this, like I don't, or I'm bored, and I'll sp- change my tone of voice. I'm angry. I'll say things that, uh, you know, they don't necessarily need to have rational sense, but they, they all indicate the fact that I'm angry. But what does this really mean? That um, what's really going on here? So we would postulate that, um, excuse me, if we carefully observe not, not only people, but all of life, we may find, excuse me, that, Continually, there is ongoing an ebb and a flow of uh, the perceived advancement of one's nature. Meaning, uh, at one moment we feel abridged, we feel like our existence is suppressed, is put down, and the next moment we feel that it flows. All right. So, for instance, let's say I wanted um, to, um, you know, I'm driving, my gas tank, my gas is low. I'm not sure when the next gas station is. So now I feel that my very uh, existence, my very being is threatened in a sense because my desires may not be satisfied. I may not get what I want and I feel, uh, right, there's an ebb, if that's the right word, of my perceived uh, kind of uh, advancement of my nature. Now I see a gas station, ah, right? It's like, oh, ah, right? Now there's a flow. Now I feel a little bit more like myself. Now I fuel up. And I go get a snack. And I was very hungry. I bite into the snack. Ah, now I really feel like myself. But now maybe, uh, you know, a date that I had later canceled on me. Now, oh, now I feel uh, an ebb uh, of my being. Now uh, there's a good, uh, you know, movie coming out on the weekend. And I, I just heard of it. I'm excited to watch it. Ah, a flow of my being. And so forth. And so now I thought of a, of a thought that, um, you know, isn't a very flattering thought. I feel guilty. I feel bad. I feel small. Ah, now I feel I I have some kind of rationalization or I make that thought go away. Ah, right. So this continual ebb and flow of our being and we would postulate that in our state of nature. Obviously, the sole reason that we have is in total subservience to uh, our unconscious kind of uh, impulses, namely to these ebbs and flows of being as it would appear so basically, we simply clothe the the given ebb or flow with words. So, for example, we feel repressed, as perhaps in some of the situations we described, the gas is running out, we find some kind of words to say it, right? The most obvious examples, maybe we cuss out loud. Gosh darn it, all right? Uh, now we feel happy. We say yes or something where we, uh, you know, we start, we call somebody and we start to say, oh, it's, it's all good. Yeah, I'm so excited, this and that. So basically, we find words based on the language that we have to express uh, this kind of uh, ebb and flow of our being, which we could say emotions, but we would kind of offer that there's a deeper explanation than merely emotions. Not that emotions are merely anything. They're, they're also very complicated, but say the, the process behind uh, the, the emotions. So consequently, the problem is that other people don't uh, axiomatically perceive uh, how we're feeling inside. They don't perceive our, our, the ebbs and flows of our perceived uh, advancement of our nature. And consequently, people can only read into how, read into to our behavior, into what we say, and and consequently, other people tend to take what we say 
uh, literally tend to interpret the words according to their textbook definitions. And then that has some kind of reaction on other people uh, as it concerns their perceived ebb and flow of their being. Maybe we gave them a compliment. Ah, that person feels good. Maybe we criticize them. Ah, I feel bad. Now uh, it's the same thing. They clothe their own kind of unconscious movement here uh, with certain words and we have the same reaction and so forth and so on and this is the majority of interactions that we have throughout our life uh, with our family with our friends with uh, strangers with anybody and everybody around us it's simply these unconscious forces interacting and then being expressed in words then we we find uh, utterances to express what we say the utterances can of course be very complicated. A person can formulate an extremely complicated position, uh, and yet it's all stemming from the unconsciousness. What's a simple example? Let's say that I am feeling, uh, again, very repressed. I feel small. I feel insignificant. I feel like them and they and him and her are better than me and are coming after me. So now I, there has something has to give. So I go online. I find uh, the latest conspiracy theory. And it might be a very complicated conspiracy theory. Maybe I find that really uh, there's invisible green elves, invisible green uh, elves that um, are holding up uh, the clouds, right? It's not really that they float the clouds. It's the invisible green elves. I find this conspiracy theory and the governments, they're all conspiring to hide these green elves because, you know, if they didn't, then there would be a mass uh, emergency. Of there would be a panic. Obviously, of course. I mean, who who wouldn't panic if there's green elves holding the clouds up? And you know, the 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 government holds these secrets in this place and here. So it's all very complicated. And we can talk about it for hours. We may talk about it for the rest of our life, tragically. And yet, it was never a conscious, rational thing. Obviously, it stemmed from that very unconscious movement, and we simply found clothing for that unconscious movement in the form of this theory, right? On a more positive side, we may feel uh, very good, <coughs> excuse me, and uh, we, 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 we want to find some kind of expression for that. So we go and we, you know, we, we feel generous. We give a, an extra tip. We give a bigger tip. Nothing to do with how this, the, the server did, uh, whether or not the, the, the tip would be truly good for them and nothing like that. We simply feel a feeling and then we clothe that feeling in here a given action or maybe in given words maybe we uh you know we text somebody oh i love you uh, yada yada feeling great and so forth and so on so we see that this is uh, obviously the unconscious state of nature and within which we can never truly uh, uh truly advance ourselves only in, in these kind of minuscule uh, uh temporal ways and uh, consequently ultimately it is of course a life of struggle and strife and misery and ultimate wretchedness and destitutiveness because the way toward our true good is through having the lights come on and through leading with our intellect and through developing capacities commensurate to our status as a rational animal, as a rational being. We need to develop that potential, not for its own sake, not for a pedantic sake, not in order to be able to win Jeopardy or solve crossword puzzles, although that can be nice as well, no problem, but not ultimately for that, in order for us to lead ourselves out of this unconscious pathological animal state into the light, into the, and towards the good for us. All right, so that's the idea. So for that, uh, 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 there's obviously very, very many angles, but as it concerns more so what we've been talking about, we would say that we have to begin to Take words very, very seriously. And we need to realize, first of all, that this is going on. 
and, and that our words have in our state of nature no sense. We, we don't aspire for them to have sense. We do not care. This is the universal condition. We do not care what it is that we say as it concerns its truth. Unless it's intimately tied in with our interest. We, we're working as an engineer on a bridge. We certainly do care precisely what we say as it concerns the building of that bridge. But in our off time, we're afraid to, to believe and to, to go think of the conspiracy theory or whatnot. Right, we, we have to care what we say as it concerns earning money. Uh, you know, at the board meeting, we have to say things very correctly and precisely. But in our off time, in our relationships with our children, with our spouse, not so much. Right. So again, when our interest uh, forces us, forces our hand, then we're, we're able to be careful. But usually we're not. So we have to understand that we can only the only way ultimately to lead ourselves out of our unconscious animal state is through the mind. We would say through the use of the rational intellect. Why? Because anything else, what, what are the other options? The other options are basically behavioral. If we never understand what it is that we are doing on a rational level, why would we do it? Just because we want to, because of this process, because of these unconscious forces pushing and pulling on us. This is not to say that every single person needs to be a philosopher, quote unquote, or needs to be a great thinker, needs to be Albert Einstein or something like that. But it is to say that even a person with the most modest abilities, with the proper character, with the proper with sufficient desire to be honest and to be truthful, it is possible to reach great heights, very modest abilities. And with uh, even with the most extreme abilities uh, of mind, if a person remains in this unconscious state, again, they could clothe, uh, we can clothe the, the most uh, kind of uh, our, our unconscious uh, ebbs and flows and impulses and the most complicated things imaginable. We can write books our entire life. We can formulate the most complicated positions. We can do amazing things, right? Because we see, looking at the material world, it's 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 absolutely beyond mind-boggling uh, to, to suppose that we've been able to build subway tunnels, train tunnels, uh, uh, miles and miles and, and, and many hundreds of yards at times beneath the, the great cities of the world to suppose we've been able to build cell phones and supercomputers and skyscrapers. It's absolutely, it's, it's, uh, it's mind-boggling. And yet, obviously, this was all done without a state of consciousness in the sense that we're talking about, the ethical state of consciousness, not in terms of uh, total... Uh, unconsciousness like somebody's knocked out but in in terms of true self-knowledge and and truly the lights coming on it was all done in, in in darkness basically in the unconsciousness so we see that we're able to do the most complicated things and still remain unconscious still have the lights turned off it's it's really it's it's absolutely incredible so the idea would be that we have to um to, to begin here we can begin by understanding this and, and not denying it further and, and then beginning to really value what it is that we say. That's really the path is is to be super duper truthful and honest or, or part and parcel of the path and then to only say something when we can explain what it is that we are saying. So example, for example, excuse me, in our state of nature, we feel a suppression of our being. Something didn't go our way. A desire of ours, it wasn't meant. So we reach for words that are an expression of that. 
that can serve as an outlet for that. For example, maybe you were with our significant other. I can't believe you weren't there for me. I can't believe you didn't take out the trash. We begin to project outwards and use words to, to facilitate that projection, that expression. Here we would say, no, I'm only going to open my mouth if I can formulate a rational argument. If I can say something true and in goodwill too, meaning not uh, finding, nitpicking something. Oh, significant other, you didn't take out the trash two weeks ago. I can't believe you. Maybe it's technically true, but it's still obviously not in good faith in the way that we understand that. I'm only going to open my mouth to say a true and honest thing that I can rationally formulate, that I can sit down and explain in depth or in considerable depth, and, and uh, that is not that I would want said to myself, right? I wouldn't want somebody, uh, uh, you know, going back through messages I sent them two years ago. I said something mean two years ago. Oh, I can't believe you said this. I wouldn't want that done to me. So I'm not going to do that to somebody else. I'm not going to use these methods of projection. So we begin to do that and then we can begin to form a rational mind. And with that rational mind, we can hopefully eventually lead our way out of this total darkness, total abyss, this unconscious abysmal uh, state uh, of animality and creatureliness, and that is our true good. It's not for, uh, in order for somebody to write a book about us, about how great we are. We are. That is, we want that food, we want water, right? We want to avoid pain, we want pleasure, we want our interest. This is our true interest. That is consequently what we have to do if we want to truly succeed. So let's do it. Thank you for listening.